Peace be to you. Henry the Cardinal Marini. Let us begin with a question. Kia and Haramai to another episode of Curiously Catholic. I'm Dominic Malgeri, and in three weeks' time, we're going to be having Cy Kellett from Catholic Answers coming over to this country and uh, doing a bit of a tour. Uh, last year, we had Tim Staples. Earlier this year, we had Deacon Harold, and now we're doing another tour, another dose of Catholic Answers. So the 2nd, 3rd, and 4th of October, he's going to be giving talks in the Cathedral at St. Patrick's in Auckland, uh, Glenfield Parish, uh, um, St. Thomas More. That's on the North Shore. And Meadowbank Parish, Our Lady of Fatima. So check those dates out. But he's also going to be doing two men's breakfasts. So if you're a man and you like breakfast, come check us out. We're going to be doing one on the shore and one in East Auckland. Look on our Facebook page and on our website. And also we're going to be having a university event on the Tuesday. So check those things out and uh, get involved because we're doing the mission. We're doing the mission. Uh, We started Evangelion three years ago. Three years ago we started Evangelion and... We wanted to evangelize the nation by bringing great speakers out, and we're doing it. We're doing it. So if you want to get involved, come to these events. They are ticketed, so it's about $25 for the um, evening events, $30 for the men's breakfast, which includes a coffee and donuts. And uh, check it out, man, because this is what we're here to do. And if you can't make those events but you still want to get involved, check out our website. Please do consider donating, and definitely, definitely pray for us because... We're just doing this on off the, you know, sh- we're just on the fly. We're working out as we go along, and we're having a great time doing it. Um, but, yeah, check us out and get involved. So that's what's going to be happening in the next three weeks. I have been off the air for a while. I haven't done any podcasting for a wee bit because I've been changing my career. Well, not changing my career. I've been moving up into different areas and doing different things. Uh, so it's been a bit difficult. But I was on Catholic Answers uh, radio show the other day, and I mentioned that I was going to kick off the podcast this week because I'm going to drop um, this episode and then the idea is I'm going to do like every other week, maybe every two weeks begin doing long form interviews and I'm going to do short episodes like this where I talk about what we're doing at the Evangelion and also give you a bit of knowledge which uh, I like to think would help us on our journey as Catholics. So um, yeah welcome back to the podcast to me as well as to you. But what I want to talk to you about today uh, just to give you a bit of a encouragement in our faith is just thinking about like one of the fundamental things, the thing that I love the most about Catholicism because it's so unique. Um, as unique as Jesus Christ Himself is the Eucharist, and I think there was that statistic that was thrown out a few years ago in America that seventy percent of people going to church don't believe in the real presence of the Eucharist. And I think sometimes we can get too bogged down in like the theology of it, talking about transubstantiation. Um, there's a whole bunch of other words I don't know the word, I don't know how to say, uh, and it's, it gets too theological. But we just need to get back to basics. And something that's really helped me in my journey with the Eucharist is uh, our mate Saint Thomas Aquinas. Um, which I know I say don't get bogged down in theology, and he is probably like one of the world's greatest theologians. But there's a story I heard about Saint Thomas, and I think it gets at a a, a, a deeper truth. So um, Saint Thomas was known for his de- devotion to the Eucharist, and he wrote very extensively on it. There's a whole story about how he wrote this whole treatise on the Eucharist, and then he laid it on the altar before him, and then 
God gave him a revelation and he realized everything he wrote was rubbish. Uh, and I think he said it's all dust. And so, and that's the best writings we've got. He's written hymns and poems, the Tantum Ergo. Uh, all these things have been incorporated into liturgies. So Thomas Aquinas is like, he's our, when it comes to the Eucharist, he's the man. He, he, he's all about the Eucharist. And there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. And I think Thomas can show us that. So I'm not going to dive into Summa Theologica because I've, I haven't tried, but whenever Matt Fran mentions on his podcast, I have no idea what he's talking about. But I'm going to talk about um, how St. Thomas Aquinas reacted to the Eucharist and how he lived a life that was based around the Eucharist. So there's this story about um, St. Thomas that when he was, um, whenever he was saying Mass, because he's a priest, so when he was celebrating Mass, when it came to the... Uh, um, point of consecration when you're saying those words when he was raising up the host and he was bringing together heaven and earth on that altar what an amazing experience that must be he would often be reduced to tears he'd be crying because of what he realized was happening in that moment and then straight after that he would go do a second mass he would be concelebrating with a with a, with one of his uh, fellow brothers in the community and again, when it came to that point of consecration, he'd be in tears. And this is a guy that's intellectually, he's the smartest guy that's probably been around ever. Like his his works isn't just something that's been used in the church, but because he's talking about natural law, it's used in law, it's used in science, it's used in the, in the world to think things through as a way of reasoning as well as learning about revelation. So he's he's not just some guy, he's he's a guy that's got a, a, a ginormous brain, and so he's not someone that you say, oh yeah, well he's a monk, so he's probably just over emotional or just like too super mystical. It's like yeah, he is those things, but he's also intellectually rigorous. And one of my favorite things about him is like he'll steal man his uh, opponent's argument before telling them why it's breaking it down. So he he knows. He like intellectually he knows like how things work and he has a great command on reason so he's not an idiot so it'd be you can't just write him off yet he's still having these intense emotional reactions to the real presence in the eucharist another thing he would do is if he was struggling with his writings he'd go and sit in front of the eucharist and failing upon doing that he would walk up to the tabernacle and just place his head on the tabernacle until he got inspiration now these stories are nice great stories thanks Dom you're welcome anytime I've got heaps of them but what does that mean what does all this mean? why why am I telling you this well it's because um, this these stories are informative for us they tell us something deeper we've got this you know as I mentioned intellectually like intellectual powerhouse and the way he responded to the Eucharist was as though it was something that was life-giving for him. It was something that was so profound it would reduce him to tears. And it's something to, that I've taken with me like into Mass. It's something I've taken with me to the Eucharist. Because as much as... You know, we do have things that are like scientific facts that are intellectually true. 
that are philosophically true and we can read them read about them we can write about them we can talk about them what is truth in being our lord is true whether or not we can write about it or speak about it it's true and we can know it's true without being able to articulate it and what thomas aquinas is showing us here is that the eucharist isn't a symbol the eucharist isn't a theological concept it's a person it's a real presence of christ and therefore what he has with the eucharist isn't a firm grasp on something that's theologically true what he has with the eucharist is a relationship and when we're entering into a relationship with somebody we don't just need to know the facts we need to see the person and sometimes it's a case of reminding ourselves oh yeah i love this person or oh yeah this is who they are and i found in my own experience when i first heard this story i went to mass and i was thinking the following sunday i was like you know what i'm gonna try and see what saint thomas saw and i felt the tears coming at the point of consecration the priest holds up the eucharist i don't know what words he says off the top of my head he says those words and at that point as the bells are ringing the holy spirit is present in that moment god's present is truly truly there in the eucharist and we get to receive that we get to have that intimate connection with him in receiving the eucharist so my encouragement to you today is when you see the eucharist remind yourself that that's a person remind yourself that that person is jesus christ and allow yourself to react to that allow yourself to enter into relationship with jesus in the eucharist by all means read some books there's some great stuff out there word on fire Tom, um, matt frad all those people listen to some podcasts but more importantly engage with the reality that's in front of you and make sure that the reality in front of you is the eucharist sometimes okay thank you that's enough for this episode so god bless uh, in the future we have uh, i did an interview with uh, dom shrivers from the stations uh, so that'll be coming out soon and hopefully i'll be doing another few more episodes like this before cycle gets here and then obviously an interview with cycle as well so stay tuned for more content like this and if you like it do the usual like share and subscribe get us out there because we can't do this without the support of you guys out there okay god bless